0: This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680-CJOB. Oh, you might have to carry me through this one, Jim.
1: Back off the back in day the saddle. Day, back off no IR for this kid. He nope. just had needed a couple days to regroup, feel better. We'll see how it goes I'm, in the first segment, and if not, he's good to go for the whole show. I have a
0: very—I'm still dealing with a dry cough. So you may, I might like look at Jim and I may, I may just give you like the.
1: Can you do dry cough, wet cough right now? Dry cough as what well. <laughs> I'm not
0: contagious. I wouldn't have came into the office if I was contagious. I, I checked well, with that the is, doctor. Well, presume, yeah.
1: Yeah. But so dry cough would be like. <laughs> and wet cough would be like. <laughs> That's
0: like the. I'm not going to do it. But it's like the, there's like. I just hear do we, I, I don't need do we need to say the word phlegm on the air? Do people want to hear that no,
1: word? No, 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 not in the air. But I, I just I hear that all the time. Oh, it's a dry or it's a wet cut. I'm like, it's a cough. Like what's <laughs> the difference? Well I
0: have a dry it's a dry cough. There's a there's a big difference. You
1: have a dry cough.
0: I have a dry cough.
1: Okay. Day to day, back, ready to go. If he yeah. gets through this first segment, he'll be playing tonight, but we'll see. At gotta get, I gotta
0: get through the morning skate and we'll yeah. see how we do in the warm up. Yeah. Good to have exactly.
1: you back though, I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah, no, thanks a lot, Jim. Appreciate thanks to Ross. Back. Ross
1: did a great job.
0: Yeah, yeah, great job, Ross. Thanks a lot, buddy, for ste- stepping in for me. Yeah. Um he's always back appreciate to the that. A.
1: He's back to the weekends.
0: His uh senators are gonna be in town next week, so we probably we're gonna definitely have jacked. to have him on next yeah, week. We'll have to have him for on that. for sure. Um as the Jets get ready to clobber those on oh, Josh Norris is apparently getting better. He took off his non contactors, so he's probably all over that too. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Winnipeg Jets winning last night, two one uh to the Nashville Predators. OT Casey uh with the game winner. Talk all about that. Going to bring on to the show uh, Jets rider with the athletic, Marat Atesh, the great Marat Atesh. Marat, how are you doing?
2: Hey, I am doing well, feeling good, and and happy to hear everybody's feeling well on the show too. I kind of like that intro,
1: Marat. Marat the great. He is great, the great Marat. Marat, the great. That has a good. You know to what? And
2: Marat, it's
0: very comfortable when people say great and like give him compliments. I think he's very comfortable with that. Yeah, sort of he thing.
1: loves talking about himself. Yeah,
0: he's a big. He loves to talk about himself <laughs> big time. That's just the kind of guy he is. He walks into a room, he's like, "Yeah, I'm here." Sits down. First couple words. Um, I'm totally teasing you, Marat. Uh, what's oh uh, <laughs> uh, thoughts on the game last night?
2: important bounce back for Winnipeg Um, didn't like those two games that came before it and it was important that Winnipeg got something out of its homestand so I really like the effort even before they tied it up even before the fight even before the drama and overtime and everything like that whole system was a lot better last night. Yeah
1: I thought so too and then what do you make of just 2-1 in overtime against the Predators like the game itself I, I thought the Jets looked good I thought they created a lot I thought UC Soros didn't have to make a ton of big saves but man he is good though (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it reminded me a little bit of the 2020 Winnipeg Jets where the goaltender was the best player by far and not a whole lot else was going on. Um, Saros made, obviously, a ton of saves. Was it 39 offhand? That's, yep, uh, that's what that's my correct. Yeah, says. Yep. Um, and, uh, I mean, 10 of those were off of Kyle Connor before his 11th beat him in overtime. And even that one just squeaked through. Like, it didn't even hit the back of the net. It just trickled through and then made it across the line. So, I mean, he had a sharp night for sure. But, uh, you know, Roman Yossi wasn't too much havoc for Winnipeg. They handled him really well. And the days of Nashville as an absolute juggernaut are, are gone, or at least uh, gone for the time being.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, sort of the big situation, Ville Hainel has been called up, Schmidt's on the IR um, well, we can talk about Ville Hanela in, in just a second and his opportunity upcoming here, but uh, hit on Schmidt. I mean, just my sort of watch on it there. Uh, led with his shoulder. I, I think it was incidental contact to the head, but it did look like he hit his head. Uh, but certainly um, something that I, I didn't feel was intentional.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the way I see it as well. Um, you know, there's no real leap into it. There's, uh, It didn't look like it was targeting the head. It certainly hits the head. That's clear. The shoulder goes mm. through the head. And I, you know, with Nate Schmidt having gone concussion protocol and then straight to IR today, I mean, you just hope that he's okay. I think from Schmidt's perspective, you know, the tough thing about that play is he has one four checker on him, Yuso uh, parsonen and that's who he's sort of dealing with. And then Tanner Gianno comes from around the corner, Uh, So to speak, which is a little bit tougher to pick up. So Schmidt's just lifting his hands up to protect himself as he gets that shoulder into the head. And uh, yeah, that's a, that's a dangerous and painful hit. Hope he's okay. And uh, at the same time, I agree with you. It doesn't look other than, you know, being the second guy in kind of thing. It doesn't look like he was aiming for his head or trying to drive him into next week or what have you.
1: Villa gets the emergency call-up because of that hit on Nate Schmidt, but also with Logan Stanley's injury. This, um, as most of us were kind of talking about at some point this season – he might get an extended look in, in several games. Do you feel that's what will happen? I know Kyle Copabianco, I think, will get you know the start in Vancouver, but with, with two D-men out of the starting six for potentially a, a week or two at minimum, Murat, do you think that this is a time for Vili Hainola to shine?
2: I mean, it has to be, uh, which is tough for him because he's actually been ill with the Moose for the last couple of weeks, hasn't played since December the 3rd, and in a game he was... <laughs> spectacular in two assists and he was in the middle of a really big point streak and a streak of excellent play but it's been a minute for him so hopefully he's back to 100% whatever illness he was dealing with dealt with uh, it might just be a case of hey are you good enough to play you know of course I am it's the NHL uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that meanwhile like you say I mean Kyle Bianco would be the first uh, first one in at this stage to be sure But unlike a lot of the other guys at the edge of Winnipeg's roster, where Rick Bonus is often looking for opportunities to cycle them through, give them lots of opportunity, Kyle Capobisco hasn't particularly played a whole lot for the Jets this year. So it does seem as though the call-up of Ville means he's going to get into games. And with Logan Stanley also hurts, you know, Nate Schmidt's timeline, we don't know other than it's at least a week as of right now going on to IR. Um, that's opportunity. And it seems that that's how it usually goes for these young players. At some point in his career, he uh, he needs to take one of those and absolutely seize it the way that, say, Kyle Connor did at the beginning of his career when Matthew Perot got hurt and he got called up from the AHL. Um, that type of thing, I think, is what Hanel is looking at and will look to accomplish at some point.
0: So basically, if, if Hanel is not playing against Vancouver and those Hanel fans out there, don't panic. His time's going to be coming.
2: Yeah, I mean. It's a situation where you can look back at different times in his development and, and see injured Jets teams or early on in his career when Winnipeg was picking up so many defensemen on the waiver wire. You can look at, at those moments and say, well, Ville Hanley should have been playing. Um, at the same time, uh, he's 21 years old. He's uh, a really special AHL defenseman. He's been good in the NHL, but not so good that it's his time for now and forever. Uh, he's still a work in progress, and uh, you know, an opportunity is a good thing. Uh, excelling would go a long way towards cementing himself in the Jets' long-term plans. But even if he's just good for a little while and has makes some mistakes and things like that, he's still a prospect to be excited about for Winnipeg.
1: What do you make of this schedule coming up back to back and travel today, back to back Seattle uh, or Vancouver, Seattle, pardon me, uh, a travel day, back Ottawa, then travel day, then back to back Boston, Washington, uh, going into this break. It just seems like one of the schedules, pick your game, one or two of these might just catch up to the jets.
2: I mean, yeah, we, there's a lot of evidence that says, you know, back to back, the performance goes down on the second half. Three games in four nights, the performance goes down in that third game. Uh, So that's, you know, you can look at teams sort of underperforming their record and underperforming their quality. That's essentially a proven thing at this stage. Well, with Winnipeg Jets playing more than every other day for this next, well, for all of December, really, up until the 23rd, when they get three days off um, from the 24th, 5th and 6th, that is. um, That's a tough, tough stretch. Um, there's going to be fatigue and there's also going to be the element of not being able to practice to to work on some of the things that ail them if if issues come up and I thought that's what wasn't the impressive things was last night is the Jets weren't able to practice on Wednesday they took that day off um, but were still able to fix the X's and O's and the space between their third forward and the defenseman and the pinches without coverage and all of the sorts of things that troubled them against Washington and Vegas, they were able to address that with a couple of video sessions and it worked. So hopefully some of that magic is still in that Jeff video room because there's not going to be a lot of energy or a lot of time to practice.
1: This schedule is like a high school player's dream, just games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no practice. (laughs) absolutely and you know what the thing is too And i look at this schedule coming up vancouver tomorrow seattle on sunday a back home uh for ottawa and then boston washington to close it out i mean they're going to be in three different time zones the pacific of course two behind us here in the central uh and that ottawa game i mean technically a, a home game but they're going to come in on the 19th uh get ready for the game on the 20th and, and then they're going to take off to boston the next day i mean it's going to be hardly uh, a home game there i mean it's going to be a lot of travel and. In, I don't know. It's like, what? What do you want to see from the Jets over this period of time? I mean, I, I'm thinking if they can pull six points, um, you know, over these five games. I think that in, in a stretch where you're playing five and seven, I think that that's something you can you can definitely be happy with.
2: Yeah, I think that's entirely realistic. And um, with a schedule like that, that's tough. And you know that. Um, you know, running the table seems a little bit out of the question, especially (laughs) with some of the quality at the tail end of it, Boston and Washington. I mean, um, Washington looked great against Winnipeg just uh, the other day, and Boston's one of the top teams in the NHL. Um, So for me, what you look for is maybe the same, you know, I I keep pointing to to last night with the the way Winnipeg came out. They, you know, they went down early, um, but the quality of play was there. And there was a sense afterwards, talking to the guys, Dylan DeMello said this, Adam Lowry said this as well, that the process was good, their habits were back to the way that they wanted them to be, and yes, they absolutely wanted the two points, but they felt that they played well enough that they didn't. if they didn't get paid out with the win, they would have still had something to build off of, and... I really didn't like Winnipeg's habits against Washington, especially in Vegas a little bit too the other day. And those are the sorts of things that when you get tired, it's easier to cheat a play, all those sort of mental, you know, hockey is such a mental game for at the pace that it gets played at. Um, If Winnipeg can continue to do the right things, I think that that's win-lose, you know, just don't cheat those habits. And I think that would be a solid stretch.
0: Yeah. Do you like uh do you like Marat the Great or the Great Marat? <laughs>
2: I, uh, I I very much shrink into a corner when we're talking
0: <laughs> about <laughs> Maratesh, a Jets rider uh, with think the Athletic.
2: Both. I think if it's pregame, it's I,
1: the Great Marat, and I if think it's the, postgame, it's uh, Marat the Great.
0: I like the Great Marat. Yeah, I like
1: that. I like that. There's a, a ring to
0: it. it. It's fine. Thanks. a lot. Somewhere
1: long. there's t-shirts being made. I can promise you. Somewhere Some, anyway. somebody's
0: got to do that. Marat, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. You take care. Okay. Great stuff.
2: Had a, had a great time with you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great weekend, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so <they> run away. <laughs> Um, the,
1: always great you, to have him yeah, on. No. He's right. Like I, yeah. I you know watching last night there was a couple times people would say you know oh that kind of looks and I'm like you know what they haven't practiced and and there's illness a great point. like I it's it happens when teams sort of face any sort of adversity and and they lost to they they sort of went back to to basics like it wasn't it was kind of simplified this is what we want to do and let's just keep at it that was the interesting thing as a game wore on at 1-1 I was just sort of like they're not sort of trying to press too hard they 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 had sustained pressure in the third and, and a lot of opportunities but it wasn't like going out of their way to try and make this happen they really stuck to what they wanted to do especially through that third and they got rewarded with the extra point in OT
0: we are uh we're going to have some time for a free for all Friday 204-780-6868 coming out at 12:30. We'll have some open lines. You guys want to text the show. Talk about whatever you want to talk about, talk some jet stuff and and give us a call. Of course, always prefer a phone call. 204-780-6860. We'll continue uh to break down the game of Ville Hainala. Uh he's going to be getting a shot. I mean, what do we need to see from Ville Hanela We'll we'll get into that right after this. Don't go anywhere.
2: Jets at noon on
0: 680-CJOB. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Sarah. Um, Sarah and I today, Hi, before the show started, we went on a tour of uh, her hometown of Dryden, Ontario. Yeah. Really? Google Maps, yes. Google Maps Home tour. Of Chris Pronger, no? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He yep. Saw, yep. The yep. the saw the sign. And the other Pronger
1: brother?
2: Yep. From there Sean? as well. Sean. Sean. Yes, Great Sean. book
1: he, he and Dan Murphy wrote. Sean Pronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else is from Dryden? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah's from Dryden. Yeah, me. (laughs) That's all I know. (laughs) I know that. That's all you know. Yeah.
0: Sarah. I think we went and I I went and asked. You said, "Where's the best place to get pizza?" Seven months. So, where's the place to get pizza? And it's like, is there any independent places? There's no like independent pizza places in Dryden. No, but they do have a Dairy Queen.
1: Maybe, Maybe, baby, Dairy Queen. man. Maybe the three of us. Going pool, to business together. Pull our money, open a, I don't know, yeah. Sarah. What do you think? Will we exchange weekends when we're running it? i have to think it? about it. I can make a
0: mean pie. Okay. I'll think about it.
1: Which weekend of the month do <laughs> you want to be in Dryden running our business, Sarah? We'll each pick a weekend and we'll run it. Yeah. I'll take uh, the third week I'll of I'll scope it month. out when I go home for the holidays. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. You do that. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Appreciate it. A side sandwich shop, maybe? Oh, now you're talking, man. Dryden have a sandwich shop? Corned beef?
0: Just mustard? Subway. That's
1: it on rye. Subway's pretty it. good. You're not going to beat Subway, so you better not. No. Oh, but we'll stick with the pie. I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not
0: anti-Subway, but there's a lot better <laughs> out there.
1: Oh, shame on you.
0: They're but not, we'll focus
1: on the pie. The we'll really get a pie place. Ads Cam, Sarah, Jim. What does that spell? Camj pizza?
0: Scad. Mm. Skad.
1: Skad. pizza. Skad pizza. 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 Come down and get a slice of Skad pizza. <laughs> In Dryden. Sold. Yeah, four Dr- hours. It dry sells zone. itself. Dryden
0: Zone Scag Pizza, perfect. Get on that. Dryden wow.
1: Zone. Let's go about the location. You,
0: you get a hold of the business, uh, the business council there, and you see what it takes to get like a license and
1: stuff. Dryden Zone via Winnipeg on weekends pizza.
0: It's like awesome. weird. It's like people come up, Why? why this place is never open. Like you no. guys, hours are all over the place.
1: <laughs> it's like from I couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't make it this weekend.
0: Thanks. 204-780-6868, 204-780-6868, uh, free for all Friday here. I just and calling
1: Sarah on a Thursday going, I can't make it, can <laughs> cover my shift and go back to Dryden this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Glad to have you back.
0: <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. It's
1: good to I be bet back. you are, Sarah, I bet you are. Sarah, we'll be back with the news throughout the afternoon.
0: Uh 204 7806 Sketch Pizza Baby. Man. Only the freshest ingredients.
1: Can't make it this weekend. Go to Subway. They'll take <laughs> care of you. 204 780
0: 204 780 Uh, this is a question that we wanted. We we'd ironed out we wanted to talk about today. Um it was about Ealer's skating. He skated again yesterday. Um, not sure if he skated today. The team didn't skate. I'm he's not going on the road trip. There's no way he's gonna go on the road trip. Um, unless I didn't hear that I didn't hear that specifically but I mean I would be very surprised if he was on the road trip there um but there was sort of uh, some talk about you know Ehlers perhaps being two to three weeks away skating on a non uh, with a non-contact jersey and all that sort of thing what I would say to that and this is based on basically his injury uh, with the sports hernia and just how gingerly he was on the ice um i I would I would be. Uh, very much on the side of caution to think this is going to be still two to three weeks. I would be even, I I would not be surprised if it was still four to five weeks or or maybe even, I mean, I don't, I just don't think there's a hard timeline on this sort of thing and it certainly isn't going to be something that's going to be rushed.
1: I do not believe for one second, nor will I not be absolutely utterly shocked and stunned if he's playing in three weeks. Um, This is an injury that I think in two to three weeks he may, if everything goes well, start practicing with the team in a non-contact jersey. And then after a week of that, maybe removing that non-contact jersey and getting a couple more practices. And I think he's five weeks away to the original time frame of going towards the end of January, uh, beginning of February. This is an injury sports hernia surgery that you cannot re If you re-aggravate this, you are going back under the knife and having surgery again. So with the timeline of end of January, beginning of February, you want to ensure that even if it's middle of February, that he's there for the rest of the season. And and that's why I think that the two to three weeks what Rick Bonus was referring to, I believe, was just to get him back into a normal practice with the Jets and a non-contact. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> What are you
0: laughing? I'm, at? I'm
1: laughing at that. above. You're laughing because you don't have the shift at Skadge Pizza. No, this I'm laughing at.
0: I'm laughing at you calling up Sarah and going, "Yeah, I can't make my shift. Can you cover?" Sarah, for me? I know this
1: is late notice, but can you go back to Dryden this weekend? And I'll owe you a double. <laughs> and it's
0: like. Twenty minutes before the shift, too.
1: Oh, it's like double. wait, wait at
0: the last minute. A, it's like yeah, I can't, I can't make it. Like he's in a bar, he's six deep or whatever. It's like so, yeah, I can't make the shift. I
1: came to the airport and I met I, I know, ran into somebody and was having a couple, and now I missed the flight. Can you cover me? weekend yeah, weekend? that's f- drive?
0: that's really funny to me. That's funny to
1: me not to Dylan. Dylan wants to know if this is a hockey show. It's Friday, Dylan. We're, we're talking having, hockey. Yeah, we're having we're, fun. Pal. We're having
0: fun, Betty. That's okay, but I appreciate you you tuning into the show. Yeah.
1: Um, what would you like to know, Dylan? texas again and well it's open it's free for all
0: yeah it's free for all um texas show 204-780-6868 uh, bill in st james he says do you see lowry being a faster skater this year uh standing out with results um i don't know i'd love would love to have adam lowry on the on the show i'm sure you know how he would explain why he's so effective he's on pace for 54 points this year
1: He's effective because he's got better line mates, yeah. And that's no disrespect to the Andrew Cops of the world and, and everything like that. But now, the other part about this is I, I hearken back to that conversation we had with Josh Morrissey when he was named second star of the week in the National Hockey League. And he said, like, well, these are the things that I work on. And, and um, I think Adam Lowry works on things every summer. In fact, Lowry and Morrissey and Shifley and Calgary work on a bunch of stuff together. But Morrissey, if you recall, during the pandemic, because of his alien father, who has now passed away, like had his own workout regime. And it wasn't on the ice, a normal sized ice surface. It wasn't with other players. This past offseason, he was able to do that and, and work and develop his game. I always say this Cam like just because you're 25 26 it doesn't mean you can't get better and players work on this and I think Adam Lowry he perhaps has worked on his skating yeah. um I don't find him quicker I just find him he's he's kind of settled into of what he is, and what I mean by that is, is you get into a couple of seasons in the National Hockey League, and you find out what works for you, and then you you work on some things that make you better. What coaching staffs want from you, and then you combine them both, and you just become like I always say, what a guy is at twenty twenty one will be vastly different when he you know fills out after a yeah. couple of seasons of lifting and and working out and nutrition, like an NHL player. The best time I find when guys settle into what they're going to be in career-wise is 26, 27, 28, because they're fully developed. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to be looking to put on more beef anymore. They're looking at you know, getting the most out of the, the body that they've constructed. And I think Adam Lowry is one of those guys. He's just kind of – I've always felt he'd have a 40-point season. Interview. Yeah, I, I always have. And I just think it's a combination of a better top six – it alleviates the pressure off that third line um, when when other lines, the fourth line are scoring and everything else. But I, I just think he's rounded out much yeah, like and, Josh morse and, and I think
0: that's what's so important about about Adam Lowry is the fact that I mean, and, and even Rick Bonas has even said this that that's that's the checking line. You know, those are the guys that are going out there and going up against the other team's best, and for them to come in and still chip in. I mean, I I don't. I mean, it would be it would be a huge success if. Adam Lowry got 50 points this year. That would be a huge success. But if he gets 45 just to your point of him going out there and being that checker while still chipping in that amount of points, I mean, th- a guy like that is invaluable on your team. If- he, he 100% is. And and he's 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 a part of the core of this of this club, 100%. He is a core member of this
1: franchise. If you can get so of the six guys in the bottom six, you need 30 points out of three of them. Yeah. And how you get that is is like maybe you have four players scoring 20 points, and, and so that offsets three scoring 60. But whatever it does, you have to get that out of your bottom six it, it, come playoff time. Your your bottom six, every series, has to win you a game in the mm-hmm. series. Yeah, And I just see that happening now. There's different guys stepping up at different times. Adam Lowry is consistent. And look, we haven't done this for a while, but because it, it's still early in the season, I think. But... All the people, we've talked about people who wanted Hellebuck traded last year. All the people that thought that Lowry contract was awful. All the people that thought that Morrissey contract was awful and wanted it shipped to Seattle in the expansion draft. Yeah. Morrissey is an absolute bargain at that price right now. And mm-hmm. going forward, like, I don't think he's going to get worse for another couple no. of years. No, no, because you and see defensemen
0: usually start to blossom around this age. I, I
1: love right the now. idea of signing Lowry's to, to guys that you know what you're going to get. Night in, night out. For extensions at that three to three and a half million. Tampa Bay has made a killing off this. Yeah. The Nick Paul contract, they have Nick Paul for seven years at like less than three or three million. You know what he's gonna be. You know what Adam Lowry is. It's a great contract.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Totally, 100%. 204-780-6868. Um, just to just to kind of go on top of that, uh, Corey Anaka and stuff like that. Uh Winnipeg Jets, please give Lowry the C true leader. Um, and this one uh, this one from uh, this texture here. If Morrissey continued on his current path, do you think he gets the Norris? Carlson is an offensive beast, beast, but that's it exclamation point, exclamation point. plus his team sucks exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. heavy on the exclamation marks just like Elaine Bennis. Um
1: Carlson has 38 points. Like if he has 90 points.
0: see th- my issue with the Norris is it's such a offensive driven stat. Yeah. That's the problem with it. It, it. it usually goes to the guy that puts in the most points as a defenseman. I think it should be a balance – between both uh, uh the defensive play of a player as well as his offensive prowess it needs to be both and if it's going to be just an offensive defenseman's award which it seems to have developed into um then there should be one for a, there's one for a defensive forward There is why talk wouldn't about there that. why wouldn't there be one for a defensive um uh defenseman right now
1: like you have would I, I would, love, I would sorry. love
0: sorry I, I would love to have Morrissey I think he's definitely in the conversation right now but when you have Eric Carlson at this kind of clip it's gonna to be tough. I mean, it's gonna to be tough. I'm just I'm just being honest with everybody.
1: Sorry to cut you off there. Um Yeah, no, yeah I, I agree. I there's talk that like much like that the Morris Rocket Richard, and it has nothing to do with the points or the Hart trophy. It's yeah. just who scores the most. There's talk about like creating an award for the highest scoring defenseman. Yeah. And I think that's fair because to me, the Norris is if you have points, great, but you should be the best defenseman in the league. And defenseman has a job. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily to put up points. If you can, great. But I will argue this with you. If if Eric Carlson has 90 points, and the Sharks are nowhere near the playoffs, um, I think you can play that position differently, whereas Josh Norrissey mm-hmm. has 65, 70 points. Did you
0: accidentally just say Josh Norrissey? Yeah,
1: I'm trying not to say that. <laughs> I want to say Morrissey, but everybody's, <laughs> okay. everybody is saying it. I it's know. kind of crept into my vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. But if Josh Morrissey puts up 65 to 70 points, gets his team in the playoffs, continues how many minutes a night he's playing – I think he's a finalist for the Norris, no yeah. doubt. Whether he wins it or not will be up to bet. But I do wish the people voting on this would lean a, a lot, not a lot more, but more so to the defensive play of the defenseman.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that 100%. 204-780-6868. Uh, 204-780-6868. Looks
1: like we have some applications for Skadge Pizza. Jackie wants to pull a shift. We're Thank not. you, Jackie.
0: Jackie, I'll take a shift at the new restaurant. Uh This one, uh, Skadge Pizza, Justin says, just figure out what's for supper. Will Skadge deliver to St. Vitale? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it'll be a week, but (laughs) with these roads,
0: (laughs) but it'll come. It's on its way. I'll bring
1: it back for my shift. How's that? I live in St. Vitale. I'll drop it off.
0: Also, uh, this one, no need to rush Ehlers right now with the way the team is playing. Also, make sure Skadge Pizza has a pie with Doritos on it. Rob G, a big Doritos fan, loves Doritos on pizza. I don't know. That sounds like it would work.
1: I've heard It works. I've never the crunch indulged, on the top? but See, I've heard I'm, Doritos on a pizza I work. put
0: chips in my sandwich. Regular Ripple. In your sandwich? Bam. Crush those things You're in. a monster. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll come back. There's a couple text messages people want to talk about. Uh, hey, John B. just says the Bobby Orr Award for John B. For maybe the most offensive. That's f- a good idea. Good. Wait, John, good text message. 204-780-6868. A couple of... Uh, trade request we've got here i got an email from jim we'll get to that in just a second and uh, another one um in terms of uh, a guy that just lots of talk has been centered around him we'll get to that just in a second Chats at noon on six eighty cjob a couple of, uh uh trade talks here free for all friday 204-780-6868 204 uh 780-6868 we'll get this to jim here first uh oh just got this confirmed and ready to go here jimbo uh, Chris Jericho is going to be on the show, uh, on Monday, 12th, 12, uh, 12, right, off the, right out of the bat here. Chris
1: Jericho. I'm nervous. Oh yeah. I mean. Heavy metal artist, wrestler, <laughs> grappler. No,
0: he's, he's a jack Son of, all of
1: Ted Irvin, one of the finest gentlemen you'll ever meet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So very excited Kets there.
1: fan. That's why we're.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and, uh, bringing the AEW wrestling coming to town to as well. So he's coming in to promote that. There Should he... we go? Absolutely. I was going to I was gonna try to get in the ring. I don't know. I think they frown upon that, though. If like a guy tries to get in the ring.
1: We could get it predetermined, maybe. I don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to ask him that. It, yeah. I'm going to ask him that. Like, how can I get just in on the show? Just call him out on the show. Go like, you're kind of lazy. And just <laughs> Get him to invite you. Come into the ring, boy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Step absolutely. In. Uh, a couple text messages here. Uh, this one uh, says, Cam, uh, it sure would be nice if the Jets went after Bo Horvat we do have the richest owner um oh, there's a thing called the salary cap that gets in the way of that and uh Jim- but to that
1: line and i go back to the broadcast okay, and i got
0: another t- i got another email here but go ahead
1: sure so quickly to that line like that's the the handcuffness about why they're all in this season and going to go for it because you don't know what next season with dubois shifley and hellebuck will break now they probably have some indication but it, again like these are guys that are coming available Besser's got a contract, Horvat does not. That if you can't retain the ones you got, that you would look to bring in. But mm-hmm. with the unknown there, it's kind of tough. But Horvat, look, they can't afford Horvat. Otherwise, no. you could afford Shifley. Like he's on pace for 59 goals. What will 59 goals get in the free agent market? You're looking at 9 plus. Mm-hmm. And so other then then becomes a discussion of with it's Shifley one, like yeah. that. Could you and could you fit that in and then those discussions happen.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, the, the the errors that and, and this is a hundred percent hindsight here errors that the Vancouver Canucks made when during this rebuild that supposedly they were undertaking um have caught up to them. that's just the way it's been here uh Jim texts the show he's 204-780-6860. actually he sends me an email at cam at cgoP.com but he says Haila for pullyarV doable question mark
1: no way I don't no. want anything to do with yes you Sorry, is, fans. my biggest
0: concern with him. Is the fact that he can't provide offense playing with Connor McDavid consistently. He just that's also, a, that's a big that's a big matzo ball there. Here's uh,
1: the reason why. What is he? Like, don't get me wrong, I think he's an NHL player, but what is he? Is he a checker? No. Is he a scorer? No. Is he a playmaker? No. Yeah. Does he do a little bit and not enough of all of that? Yes. And then in a recent interview, I read from some Edmonton Media he did in Finland or somewhere. He was talking about maybe the NHL game isn't for me. Like maybe I'm just a European thriving player. Yeah, and and he might be right on that. Like I I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, but like, but what just, do you
0: think of a of a player that actually says that though? I know that's like, what I mean. Like that's what is uh, he like? Do you have the drive to be here? Like if that's where you're thinking and you're coming out and saying that publicly, I mean, if I'm a GM of a team, I'm like, what did you just say, pal? Like you know this is pretty big time, you know.
1: Um, and so I I have an indication already what Hanola's. Isn't gonna be, and I just have no indication what Yessi Puliyarvi is. Is he a power forward? Is he not? Is he a top six? Is he a bottom six? Is he a power play guy? Is he like he's got a little bit of all of this in him, but he's not good at any of it to to sustain it. Yeah. And so I just I don't want anything to do with Yessi Puliyarvi if I was the Jets.
0: Uh, just real quickly here, uh, we only have about uh, thirty seconds here, but um, if you were listening to us, was it a couple of weeks ago? Uh Rob G was very nice enough to provide us with some coffee and some donuts. And uh, he was chasing after a refund because the the stuff got lost in the shuffle. He got his refund. Really? Got his money back. So I'm happy. I'm really I'm happy about that. He was so nice of us to send us coffee and donuts and then they disappeared, vanished. Who knows where these and he coffee got a and donuts. Refund. He got his refund. He just well, texted I'm that to me. I'm happy for him too, but yeah. refund try again. thanks a lot Jim Tilt will take you all the way until 3 o'clock thank you very much Tyson and for producing the show great job pal Uh, great show today great show a lot of fun fun. Uh, sketch pizza we'll we'll be back on
1: work on Dustin Bufflin being our endorser
0: yeah man we're going to be delivering all over the city just got to make sure you're ready for the wait Uh, and hey make sure right off the top of the show Monday Chris Jericho will be joining us so that's going to be a lot of fun looking forward to that as well that's it for me I'll be back same time on Monday see ya
2: Jets at noon on 680-CJOB.